0: Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat. It is Tuesday, the 22nd of June, 2021. If you are in the chat, just give us a heads up that everything's uh, going a okay. It has been a, a week since our last transmission. So I want to make sure we're all plugged in. Oh, Lidra's here with a hello. So she's not mocking me. Um, So it's a pretty good sign. Speaking of good signs, today we have got a special guest. Down the 405 from the Rogue Rebels. It's Sal Perales. How you doing, buddy?
1: Pretty good, man. I'm just like chilling right here by the 91 and the five, you know, just kicking it uh, as per usual. How you doing? Do we have technical difficulties? Am I frozen? Is Steel frozen? Who's frozen? Help me YouTube, you're my only hope. This is, what
0: is going on? Sal, are we we here together?
1: I I can hear you. Oh, I could for a second.
0: Unbelievable. (laughs) I'm I'm trying not to move. move, That's going to do anything.
1: uh, Dude, I can only tell if you're there if you move.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) I'm trying not to bump anything. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. You're
1: doing one of those, like, hear me, baby, hold togethers.
0: Yes. That's, yeah. um, I think I've got, I haven't hooked up the, um, the Ethernet internet yet. So I, I feel like that is um, the whole setup saying do that. But, yes, we will acknowledge that it <laughs> has been zero days without a technical uh, accident. Sal, if there's one thing we know about Sal. Is he loves his books and comics? There's the new High Republic, uh, books coming out this week. I think next um, week. Have, have, uh, are you one of the, the chosen few that has bequeathed <laughs> its pages in preview form? So,
1: yes, <laughs> I just this morning finished the big one, like I read the little one first because it's uh. Daniel Jose Older did the like, uh, I guess like young reader or middle grade or whatever, and it's Race to Crash Point Tower. And I was like, "Well, that's that's DJ Older. I'm reading that one first. Like, that's gonna be the dope one." And I read it, and it was awesome. But I just read the like big one, which is the Kevin Scott, um, what is it, The Rising Storm, like the big follow up to like Light of the Jedi.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's pretty mind blowing, dude. I was. Very, uh, you know, look forward to my spoiler-free review on the therogerebels.com next Tuesday, probably.
0: No plugs, Sal. Come on. Don't tell do me I do do my job. Don't. Listen, buddy, come on. Enough with the plugs.
1: You don't, you know, I just... You want me to talk about Star Wars? I'm going to talk about Star Wars. Where I also talk about Star Wars is therogerebels.com.
0: All right. Well, you don't see me letting people know, Right. That on the Steel Wars uh, Patreon, there's a new episode of uh, Star Wars You by podcast, episode right. 25, covering the first few months of 1984, exclusively nice. for patrons on the $3 or up tier. That's true. In that's both true. audio and video that's content really feed That's With Horst Burka. That's, Hors that's Berker. fair.
1: Haas is a wonderful person.
0: I've also had Horst
1: on a couple episodes of the Rogue Rebels podcast. Which are some really, really good lessons where we talk comics and light of oh, the gold.
0: again with the plug, Sal. As I was just pointing out, you don't see me going on about the new content in video well, and audio I format. Know. I know. Patreon.com forward slash yours You don't see me doing that.
1: Yeah, and I and I and it's also like a really like that's challenging considering the amount of content that you get with a Patreon uh subscription oh, overall still. Bloody
0: hell. Don't even get yeah, me started. Man. Look at it. Look at it. Just chalk it up. <laughs> chalk it up. Look, look. I see, see, all, I see, see all 1185 posts, Sal? Let's go through them now. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you don't see me doing that. No, that's no, true. I don't. <sighs> Emily Lynn's just not getting the message. No, she's getting the message.
1: She's getting a really good message, as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, speaking of plugs, I, I put up today on um, my my podcast that many of our Australian listeners or viewers would know, I Love Green Guy Letters, a lost episode, just went up today on uh, all your podcast feeds, featuring um, Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet, who's uh, who guests on here now and then. So go check that out. However, what about what about comics? before we get to that, we're going to talk about Leslie Headland talking about uh, the acolyte at the AVclub.com. But um, what's happening in comics at the moment, Sal? What are you feeling?
1: I mean like everything is War of the Bounty Hunters or High Republic. So like the High Re- they're, they're kind of both killing it, but the High Republic stuff I'm really jazzed about right now the High Republic Adventures series that just like, like the first five issues, like the first complete little arc just uh, released like last week. And it was really, really, really dope. Excellent. Yeah. So that's what I'm feeling.
0: Um, Sal actually gifted me a couple of, um, I don't, I don't know, like very junior reader Mandalorian books with baby Yoda most importantly, and um, they've been getting a bit of a read, been getting mm-hmm. a bit of a read. The, um, the sticker sheet in one of them that you gave us, Sal, very tempting.
1: Yeah. Uh, Axel just like went through some of the stuff we've had and he's like, using these stickers, dude. So I just came up to his <laughs> desk and he had all kinds of rebel stickers over. And it's like this rebel sticker book that he found that we've had for seven years. You know, that seven years ago, we were like, don't touch those stickers. And now he's like, you oh, know, I got a comic box and the stickers are on it. Uh, I believe he also fa- oh man, if I could find it. Uh He literally, okay, wait, 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 this is good. You're going to like, you're going to love this.
0: Oh, it's he- good. Is it? We'll say.
1: He redid his room and he hung up one of these that he found.
0: Ah, that is good. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah. That was worth it.
1: He's got, he's got. It's got a lot of what, stuff hanging that?
0: What is that light-up Star Wars logo?
1: Oh, yo, dude, this is, like, Axel's all about the vibe in here. And I don't know how to do it, but it goes like that.
0: Bam. Oh! That's sick.
1: Yeah. This is the kid's room. The kid's room is awesome. And he also got Dirge recently for all of his... Uh, he was much looking forward to uh, the comics that are reintroducing Dirge into canon. And
0: dirge now I, I i saw a bit of dirge on disney plus the other day
1: yeah he went and started watching those old shows again and uh but the comic doesn't come out till like next it's like another week or two so he's still like when is it coming out i'm like that's dr Aphra, dude That don't come out till the end of the month uh <laughs> every time i go get a new comic he's like is dirge in this one mm-hmm. sorry sir
0: god every day he's working yeah. out it was our planet yeah, well, every Watch day every week. now um yeah, I've been watching a bit of um, the Clone Wars or whatever the different, you know, the, the the little short ones, the comedy, not Comedy Central, Cartoon Network yeah, ones, yeah. because um, I'm I'm seeing what Star Wars things visually excite Harry, and um, he's he's he, he was quite captivated with the animation style because it's so mm-hmm. basic. Right. And um, there's another thing like Star Wars Zip Zaps or Wazoo's Rollers. There's, there's a couple of like, oh, there's wow. one where they're all balls. They're all BB-8s. That's been BB-8 pretty good. Rollout. Rollout, yes. We've been okay. rolling out all over the shop, like Optimus Prime. And um, then there's another one where it's like Star Wars Itchy bitches or, I don't know, they're just little sketches and it's BB-8 just bumping into things like, but it's good yeah. times.
1: I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for supporting me.
1: Good tense. I believe in you.
0: Thanks, Sal. Did you have a nice Father's Day?
1: I did. It was pretty good. I got a, got a couple of Star Wars books on my Amazon list and everything. You know, the whole family uses the Amazon list. Uh <laughs> we talked about how Lizzie is like, I wanted to get you something that like is not on the list. So she sent me the Blu-ray of Ferris Bueller's day off. Woo! Wonderful. Love the movie, uh, but when You're I tried, best. yeah. But like,
0: you, you can know. drive past his house down in um, Long Beach.
1: Ah, that's cool. Well, anyway, we already had it on Blu-ray because it used to be Axel's favorite movie. So now you got uh, two. Yeah.
0: Okay. Happy Father's Day. So.
1: I got a travel uh, Blu-ray.
0: <laughs> um, Sal, have you checked out this interview with? Uh, Leslie Hedlund at the avclub.com.
1: I have not, sir. I have I have so much Star Wars in front of my face that I'm not even looking over the hill at 2022 20, or 23 or whenever that show comes out. So okay. Hedlund,
0: what's well, going on? I'll, I'll, just, I'll bang it up on the screen just to uh, give them their, their due. People can uh, go check this out there is an extra button there make oh and, and don't forget to um shop at nike.com um, care of the av club thank god that's gone um, so yeah i I'll, I'll start with just the just the setting the scene disney plus's plants world domination silly little joke include several new star wars shows to accompany the streamers first hit the mandalorian among them is star wars the acolyte a live action series developed by russian doll co-creator leslie headland have you seen the russian doll
1: have not sir
2: planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen
1: Look, our HBO Max ends up today, so we like just finished. What did we just finish? We watched uh, *Mayor of Easttown*. It's got nothing to do with Star Wars. It
0: was really good, though. Ah, with the lady from the boat. Yes, the lady from the boat. Excellent. That's a very Frank Costanza way to um, describe someone.
1: I want know. to see the Wikipedia article that links <laughs> for the lady in the boat <laughs> redirects here, or whatever.
0: <laughs> um. It sounds worse than it is. Um, What was I going to say about the Titanic? Doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, yes. Russian doll. Oh, I just started watching The Russians, which is on Amazon Prime last night. And um, two episodes in with um, what's her name? Uh, Felicity from Star Wars. Uh,
1: I know. Felicity Jones. No, yeah, Felicity Jones.
0: No, no fr- from the show Felicity, Kerry Russell. Ah, not Jenner. So, no, this is cool too. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm calling it the Russians. It's called the Americans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steals true loyalties exposed.com. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm beginning yeah. to suspect everyone in the yeah. neighborhood as being spies now. This, this show well, has got me uh, fair. on edge. Um, but anyway, if you're on Netflix, Russian Doll, it is a show that you've got to put your phone down for. You're not mm-hmm. doing it, you've got to take it all in because there's a lot of um, Back to the Future toing There's a lot of. Okay like weird time jumps. I've heard um,
1: people talking about it. I do want to check it out. It's like, it's like Groundhog Day, right? Yes. Okay. Like that was uh, the frame of reference that somebody else had given me.
0: Uh, yeah. Right. It, it which, yeah, that it's, it's pretty like, it's that sort of conundrum that someone's uh, found themselves in. But, yeah. um, and, but the way the detail and like, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's delicious. It's delicious. Right. Oh, just while we're talking about TV. Got to tell Friday Night Lights. Have you ever seen that?
1: Nope, but I'm from Texas. Does that count?
0: Oh, uh, you probably don't want to watch it then, triggering. <laughs> um, it has five seasons. I can't think of a more satisfying, like, show finale. Ah. You so did you see go. Star Wars Rebels, right? I knew you were going to bring up that 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 little green haired dude. Why is he got green hair? How do you how does that work?
1: Why do you have brown hair? What's the point? <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, um, shall we dip into the interview a little? Yeah, Sal.
1: I'm very curious to see. I know she's doing the acolyte, right?
0: She's doing the acolyte, which takes place at the end of the High Republic. Um, era, which I'm heavily invested in. I'm I'm moderately, mildly, okay, just lukewarmly. I enjoyed the first book. I will check this one out. I do like that it's a new chunk of timeline because I I don't have I I I'm, I'm my emotions are a bit battered. Towards mm-hmm. the end of the sequel trilogy, so I don't really want to delve there anymore. I don't want anything explained. I'm just sort of like, that's that. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's 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 uh, get at me when you're jumping forward ten years with Star Wars Ten, and then I'm 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 back in the in that part of the timeline.
1: Okay, I like that. Uh, like one thing I will say, like that they do because it's like books and comics, pretty much right now. That. Sometimes when you're, like, reading a book and going through stuff, you know, sometimes it's hard to visualize, especially if you don't, like, if you're reading a book about Luke Skywalker, you already know what Luke Skywalker looks like. But if you read the comics first and then hop like, over like, to the like, book.
0: Like, like like a young Sebastian Stan. I just imagine that.
1: Like 30s Sebastian Stan. or Like, how young is young now? Am I older than Sebastian? I don't think I'm older than Sebastian Stan.
0: Uh, let's I not talk I, about that. I, I, I still feel I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm 14.
1: <laughs> anyway, if you read the Sky Republic comics, it's cool, because then when you read the book, you're like, I know exactly what Avar Chris looks like and Bell Zedifar. Things like that are really fun for me.
0: Do you know what would be funner? Finding out what they look like every second of the story as it's animated on my TV screen. $7.99 a month
1: doesn't all have to be TV doesn't all have <laughs> to be screen you in a rage, man you guys are like you know what this would make a really dope live action show yeah, it, it probably would you're not wrong but also like I like books sometimes too you can go deeper
0: Sebastian is 38 from Drop.
1: <laughs> I'm officially older than Sebastian Stan <laughs>
0: um and Emily says the droids finale is by far the best. I haven't watched that yet. The Great Heap. Um, Pretty good. We watched, we, we've, we've seen two of those. Um, Harry's ducked mm-hmm. into a bit of Ewoks. Um, he was captivated by the Ewok flying on the, um, what do you call those things? The hang glider? Yeah, the hang glider. I don't know why okay, I okay. couldn't remember hang glider, but it's um, got the Skynet.
1: I thought you knew the Ewok word for it, so I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe he's going super deep." I don't even
0: know that. The Kabasu. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he loved now. he loved seeing the Ewok fly like that. He was he was mm. very taken. He was like a giant Ewok drone. It was very exciting. Very into drones. Let um, me
1: know. Let me know how he does with like theme songs, because Droids is a pretty like rock and theme song.
2: In and as a trouble kid, again.
1: Everything had theme songs, and you knew the theme, like you could sing theme songs at school. Nowadays, nothing has a theme song. Bad Batch is just like, oh, done.
0: Hey, um, I get what you mean, but some shows do have theme songs, cool. like, like, like this little ditty. Here you go Sunday, Monday, Cory Days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Cory Days. Corey Day. What a day for YouTube. This content. See, that's a theme song. It's a pretty good one, too. It's catchy. We'll,
1: well see. Yeah. I'll keep watching the shows and see if uh, we end up singing it a lot. I'll be in my car, like Monday, Monday, Corey Days.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Anyway, let's get back to this. We're jumping all over the shop like a, a, a great podcast should. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we're great yet. But we're getting there. Anyway, um, AV Club asks, you're the first female showrunner for a Star Wars show, which is a huge development. What is your introduction to that world? And she says, my relationship with Star Wars runs the span of most of my life, and it's changed over the decades. When I was younger, I devoured the films on home video and absolutely loved them just a deep connection to the original trilogy. When I was in middle school, I read some novels like Timothy Zahn's Heir to the Empire and also got into it that way. Then when I was a teenager, I moved from Maryland to Connecticut. We don't need your life story, like Come on. And uh, that's right when the re-releases came out. So, I had this, so it had this really huge change in my life, both just being a teenage girl, which in itself is a nightmare. Hey, Sal, haven't we all had that nightmare where we wake up as a teenage girl? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Man, um, so I had this really, dun, 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 um, but Star Wars was anchoring the anchoring thing that made me happy, which led to me incorporating it into a lot of my writing when I was little. I guess now you would call it fan fiction. Back in my day, I wasn't allowed to go on Live Journal and whatever was up at the time. Man, too young for Live Journal. Do you know what live journal is, Sal? I, I, I know of it. It was great, great times. Um, so I was just writing it myself, and it was this beautiful way to escape what I was doing in my life. And I absolutely adored it. I loved every aspect of it from the world building and Ralph Macquarie's production design to the hero's journey of it all, Luke's arc and what that meant. Um, and she talks about Luke and Vader and the Emperor and says, uh, I get chills thinking about it. It had this huge effect on me. Do we need to start the one of us chant, cell? One of
1: us. One, one of us. One. one of us. Does it work when we're streaming?
0: Yeah, I think. Chant along in the chat. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Um. So this is very interesting because she does seem, um, like like with my I, I I'm um a bit older, but her like the stuff that she was weaving between with the Thronebrook books and then the re-releases, that's mm. very much um I can relate to that. But um very curiously, and I love this, there is someone on the writing team, like in the writers' room, that has never seen Star Wars. Mm. Um she says what I also learned about higher about hiring my room is that everyone's fandom was very different. No one had the same experience with Star Wars, which is one of the things I find interesting about Star Wars fandom is how different people in their like lives relate to this thing that we're all looking at. Right. Uh, right. I, I, it's one of the, the fascinating things about it for me. Anyway, there were these people like myself that were le- later in life Dave Filoni acolytes. I like how she's using the branding there, getting that acolyte word just into the um.
1: Now we know what the show is really about.
0: Hats. Um. I literally had one writer that was like, "I have never seen any of them. I've never seen any Star Wars media." Now this might be horrific to some people, hearing or watching this but here we go but it's f- like we'll explain while um it's, it's 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 very good and she's texting me before we started the room and she's like Luke and Leia are brother and sister what the Laughs. and it <laughs> was so great because i would really love to know from someone who is not fully immersed in the fandom what do you think about the pitch we just made So while she did her due diligence and did a lot of background work and research, at the same time, she was somebody that would kind of talk to and say, okay, so if we take all the kind of signifiers out of it, and this is Star Wars version X, what does this mean to you? And she would be able to give some feedback. Well, I'm kind of wondering what's going on in this character. And in this scene, I'm wondering why so-and-so isn't saying this. Do you have any initial thoughts on that, Sal? I like the
1: idea. Like, I like, I like the idea that they work together to make the thing work. Like, I like the idea that she is somebody who's followed it so closely and is a super fan. And I think that's something that's happening more and more. Uh, you hear about it a lot. Like, uh, you know, like even with like the authors and stuff. Like, like E. K. Johnston is such like a big fan of Padme, and now she's able to write like three Padme books. You know, like, that's really, really cool. And, like, why? When I read those books, I can it see... Is,
0: seems quite a, kind of greedy, really. To the details
1: great. and that's the love point. that she puts into those characters. Like, I can... Like, the author's ex- or the creator's excitement means they're excited to create. You know what I mean? Like, so, that I dig. But also, if you bring in somebody who isn't connected to it in this way, because, like she said, like, everybody's fandom is different and unique, or like you said like you don't have to worry about the person who's like too much a fan of their own head. And they're like, oh, and then it's going to be dope. Cause then like, then Luke Skywalker walks in and like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to worry about like the quote unquote fanboy the appeasement that the yeah. there's a check against that. Does that make it's, sense?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. One of the, the great ironies of um, like star Wars, like the new films and sort of, what sort of more old school fans like, you know, Rogue One is like for people that don't like the Disney films, Rogue One tends to be their most favorite. And Tony Gilroy, who, you know, essentially made the film his own, it's just, he's just whatever's about Star Wars. And it's like that approach, like, hmm. You know, produce what it was, but I think it's great to ensure because, like, I want as a Star Wars fan, I want Star Wars shows to be like the most popular. Like, I want the the most the the, the most people watching them yeah. as possible yeah. because that makes more. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that 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 fuels it up. Yep. And to do that, you've got to hit the um. You know the, the 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 heavy mainstream like fan base, right, right? And and like the acolyte sounds like such a fan heavy like time zone and thing to work out that it's like two hundred years before this, but it's at the end of these books. Um, to have someone that's just a good writer and sort of without that Star Wars baggage go. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like, like, I know like, for example, on the, the WWE wrestling, they they reference things from 20 or 30 years ago, like their glory days, without any explanation or like they really harp on that to where if you're like a, a kid that's like 13 or eight or something watching it now, you're just like, how do they talk? Like, like, they, like what's this 90? Like, what's that about? True. So they're not really generating a new um like fan base like they're sort of losing fans far more than they're generating them mm-hmm. and just to have like a ripper show but then it's star wars as well mm-hmm. like that's the you know like i yeah you wanted these shows to be sort of like game of thrones level pop culture like behemoths right you want them to be
1: good like i kind of don't you know me i'm like don't care about popularity. But I do want the thing to be good, and I want it to have depth. And the thing about Star Wars, it like it does live in this place with like, say, Marvel, and I don't know, like other stuff that has these huge fandoms. But like with Marvel, you can get it. Like there's something more accessible about the pop culture area where it lives in, and it's almost like sometimes Star Wars is almost like too sacred for its own good. Like you have to treat it with a certain and you don't have to, just some fans tend to think that, or, you know, what I mean, like, make a good story, make a good Star Wars. You know, some people don't like when things don't get taken as seriously, or, like, there's this level of severity or, or a seriousness that some people apply to it that puts Star Wars in a weird place, whereas if you just put out, like a, like, hey, man, I just want to make a, I don't know what a Guardians of the Galaxy equivalent of a Star Wars movie would be, but, like, You know, we'll find out when Taika's movie comes out, right? Uh, When Taika's movie comes out, I hope it's something that, like, treats it with that same, like, serious and whimsy as he does, as he did the third Thor movie that was really, really good. But you're probably going to see some fans being like, "Wait, not supposed to be like that." but but the real Jedi did blah blue. (laughs) Yes, sir, this is a Wendy's.
0: I, I, I can't take people, like, I can't handle people that take Star Wars too seriously. They just, it's come off like babies.
1: Can't hit me with clips like that with no
0: warning, bro. <laughs> 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 uh. Um, so um, I jump back a little bit. She talks a bit about the. F- Fandom, um, just about like fan interaction. Okay. Uh, and if you, what is your owl sounds very sick today, Sal.
1: The the puppies are enraged. I don't know what has happened.
0: Are oh, eating the owl, son? So
1: eat. Help the puppies! I'm not going downstairs.
0: okay no one's asking you to, buddy. Um, Because it's interesting with the, um, like having someone that has never watched it I would love to, I did an experiment um, in Rogue One days I got my friend Callum that had never seen a Star Wars to go mm-hmm. see Rogue One with me mm-hmm. And explain to me what was happening Okay Without the context of all the other films Right, right and um, he, he didn't know that Graham Tarkin was dead, by the way.
1: Yeah, uh, neither did my mom.
0: Interesting. Did she see the film?
1: Yeah. Okay. And she was like, wow, he looks exactly the same. It was like 40 <laughs> years ago. And I was like, I am not how to tell you this, but.
0: Uh, Daniel Santos theorises that the dogs are probably mad about people not taking Star Wars seriously.
1: They're responding to YouTube comments. <laughs>
0: um, Andre Oliveira says, Leslie Hedlund knows Star Wars. It's okay. I uh, agree. Um Had a point, but it's drifted away anyway. I'll talk about this. She's talking about um fan and in- like fan output and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she says, Yeah, but I would say I do it passively, meaning I really enjoy watching what people put together, whether it's videos or memes. The participation of Star Wars fans in social media is something that just makes me excited. I don't know how else to put it, it just makes me feel like everybody's got their own thing that they love about Star Wars. That's true. I feel like she's speaking to me. Mm-hmm. She's
1: yeah. That's I, I like that. She understands it in that way. Mm. really
0: cool. The. Um, they ask uh, for as long as it's been. Star Wars has been LGBTQ plus fans. And people of color embracing it. I know I was excited to learn that you we were going to be the showrunner for the Acolyte. When you have queer people making anything, it creates a certain anticipation for a more meaningful representation. How do you balance making your story more inclusive while also kind of keeping in mind the considerable history involved? Ah, oh. hit me back. We'll do this and come back. I've just got to. I, I've got to. I, I, I didn't finish my thought about not watching any other shows in The Mandalorian. Remind me, okay? Okay. Okay. She says, well, I love this interview that Mark Hamill did where he says, if Luke is gay to you, then of course he's gay. There's such a strong, beautiful thing for him to say. I mean, I use the example of The Matrix as well. Neo is a character that if you're going through an experience of coming out or transitioning, that is a character that 100% appeals to you. And you can completely track that journey in a way. Um, The confirmation of his status is something that is less important, in my opinion, in the first film, because it is trying to reach an audience at a level that's almost subconscious or unconscious, which I think is something very important with fairy tales. Um, The Matrix is fascinating in that um it's it's the white sisters is that how you say it Wicheski?
1: i have no idea i thought we used to say wakowski but i'm not sure
0: oh man, I, i'm gonna go with you <laughs> but when you like watch the matrix in like with the the like the view of it's created by um two sisters that were that were born men um mm-hmm. or they're you know, it's, and they transitioned. It's, it's like, whoa, like the metaphor is pretty um, like, wow. It's yeah. um, you can sort of watch it in a whole other way for what, um, how other people can relate to it. Um, the thing is like, people will be upset. Oh, I think Skywalker's gay. Okay, why does it matter? And it's like, yeah, exactly. Why does it matter? Yeah. Like it's still, if, if he, if he was gay, it wouldn't affect this, like all the, the whole story, right? And you know, I guess if you're an EU you devout, right, then right. maybe, um, you know, he, he we all remember he, he's by spaceship or something, he's he's something like he's, that, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he had a spaceship, that's about it,
0: um, quite a dating history, mm-hmm. um. He went out with, uh, or he married a lady that tried to kill him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, dated a ghost spaceship. That's true. You've got to get on space, Tinder, Luke.
1: Just old-fashioned.
0: Just wants to meet people
1: the old-fashioned way, in black holes, on board ships that have been lost for 40 years.
0: I thought, oh, but the new fashion way that he's taken to, he just like flies into a battle, says barely anything. It takes a kid.
1: Yeah. Didn't even leave a phone number. Hmm.
0: So um, that's going to be great. I, I just like everything that comes out about this, like from her. Mm-hmm um development process it's just like oh yeah you're talking the talk you're talking the talk and it's yeah
1: it's but it's important that like that representation like like the luke thing is really really cool and i like that it's there for anybody but it's also like a uh like so far aside from the comics and books they have not been able to put any like lgbtq plus meaningful representation meaning not just like a kiss in the background for a second and a half you know what i mean oh. like there's been no main characters there's been no illusions like no subtext and we're kind of like past that and you can't say that they don't do it because like you know dr afra is one of the like best comic books going right now and it's going strong and like that's a, a lesbian character they they're like in the books and comics like they have a lot of representation which is really really good But for some reason, it just stops at the screen. Uh, And the fact that you have a creator who's part of that community hopefully will bring it more than, like, let's all just imagine. Like, whatever Luke means to you. Like, because that's really, really cool. But it's also not overt the way, like, it should be represented. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to have, but it's also, like, Go ahead, just give just give us some representation on screen now. It's time. It's
0: past time. It's yeah, it's it's so past time. And it doesn't have to be like the, the knee-jerk reaction is like that you don't want to see, like they're not gonna be doing anything that Han and Leia didn't do. Or or like Padme and Anakin. Like do you or, know what I mean? It's good Leia. It, it's not like <laughs> All or Luke or Um it, It's, and and I, 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 you often hear the, oh yeah, what about kids? What about kids? And it's like, they're fine. They're the, like, they just go, oh, okay, they're like, they're gay or they're bi. That's what, it's yeah. not a, it's only weird because like their surroundings established. That's weird. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. like, I'm like this is my frustration with my son. Right, he, he has nothing to do with Grogu. No. Okay. How do? Um. He, you know, where we are in sort of like West Hollywood, um, you know, he sees you know all like walks of life, like it is that. It, it it's, you know, you see things that like, you know, I wasn't exposed to till I was like, you know, 30 or whatever. I grew up in a little town and it was very white bread and stuff. And so he just accepts everyone as normal, mm-hmm. which they are. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just right. like that's, oh, yeah, there's yeah. all these people, some people like this, some people like this. It's just um, where we live, it's a lot more evened out. So you see a, a papourri if you will. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that he just sees that as anything. It's just like, that's his daily life. I would like him though, to appreciate the magic of the iPad for what it is. It's everything he ever wants to see on this bit of glass in the car as he travels at 60 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. I just want him to like, He just accepts it a little bit. It's too too it's, willing
1: Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I also like my kids are older. I'm just like, can you look out the window once in a while? Like, I'm,
0: f- oops, I'm you know, I'm am f- fine with him wanting to look at it because I acknowledge it's a magic bit of glass that's got everything on it. But yeah. when it cuts out for like five seconds, cut it some slack because it is a magic window that contains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything in the world on it that's 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 i just want him to respect the magic window okay magic maybe i should have called it the magic window instead yeah. of the ipad
1: maybe you can set up a nice little like uh, you know some sort of like little ceremony and you hey they like this we're, we're gonna put it down for for uh, at the at night we put it down and we plug it in there's we we the recharge time. for the recharge and we thank it for all the hours that it has given us and we let it rest for an hour
0: we I thank think. you for your ever diminishing battery life. <laughs> we thank you for your 78%. seventy-eight percent. Seventy-eight—that's seventy-eight percent—is that's, 78% is, that's Man, you're looking good. You are looking good. You're ready to go, um, to go. And I just think, like I'm, you know, the 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 white male fanboy, and everything that I watch in Star Wars, I'm able to find something to relate to. Okay. Like, John, you know I mean, it's not yeah, like, yeah. like, like in the last or in the sequel trilogy, it was Ray, but it was like, oh, it's that's the Jedi. I relate to Jedi. I relate to baby face, white meat baby face. To uh, coin a uh, a wrestling term, that means the goodest of good. Okay, you're you're Ricky the Dragon yeah. steamboats. You know?
1: Yeah, I like. I mean, yeah, I, it's people just. I don't know. Think. Some people just been spoiled too long, you know what I mean? So
0: I reckon. So yeah, we'll um, just get over it. Oh, but that's what I was going to talk about before. You didn't remind me, so I'm a little annoyed. But, uh, go. I'm reminding you right now. Yeah, like if you had never seen a Star Wars film, and I know mm-hmm. that's very people go, oh, but you you want to like get new fans. Like you want people to like I, I just wonder what that that season finale of episode two of of um of season two would be. like. Luke Skywalker is made into such like if you don't have a history with Luke Skywalker, like all those shots are so overblown. Like it's yeah. like yeah yeah you yeah we get it. You got a lightsaber, you're cutting ro- enough.
1: But like I think that's also like what you bring to it. Like you watch it and you're like. <gasps> like it's him mm. like when it's like you that's what you see but if you don't know who that is all you see is this magic guy cutting through everything that was about to kill them you know what i mean like so i think like some of that that you're bringing is informing like what you're taking you're like oh like for some people like if they don't know Luke cuz they're just like some jerk came in to know they're like some magic guy came in saved all of them took the kid and for me like the music all helps with that too the music is really really good at the end of that episode and the music builds to that, like, uh, and it builds to him and Grogu saying goodbye. Like the last shots are him like walking down the hallway and little like over the shoulder Grogu, <laughs> like all the way to the elevator closing. And like it's really I well agree. done. Like if you watch that with somebody who has never seen, like imagine the ending of that se- season two is still magic, even if you don't know who that, that that's Luke Skywalker. I reckon. I, I think. I know this it's hard
0: for to imagine. <laughs> this, is my, this is my Mandalorian writing room fan fiction. Okay. Right? That if this um, lady that's working for Leslie Hedlund, who's never seen Star Wars, was working on The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. she'd be like, hey, shouldn't these people just talk a bit more about the exchange of the baby? Like, like <laughs> should... Sh- do you think he should just at least say his name, like, like, hey, Grogu. you're taking my baby. How about a name? Like, how about a name, Sal? What do you, where do you stand on name gate?
1: I'm not arguing against you.
0: I you think it was be. well done. <laughs> oh, it was I well don't, done. It was one of the great. it I
1: understand what you're saying.
0: It was one of the greatest experiences of my life, buddy. Yeah, I think. I think Wait, it, let's it, not forget, Sal. So, let's not forget. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. For fair. the Luke Skywalker, cool. I was there. That's going to be Boy me. Was I there?
1: That's going to be me when, like, when the when Ezra walks in and like cuts everybody down, and the the green lightsaber comes in, in whatever show.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, e- Emily Lind drops the um. This is a hardcore, you are, Emily Lind is the lost Kasdan sister um, with this uh, reference that Luke walks in and says, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. It's really good. Aren't
1: you a little, <laughs> aren't you
0: a little short for a 50 year old um, Jedi?
1: I expected someone to be a little older
0: what is he i expected someone a little taller is that is that how it goes star wars reference yeah yeah okay
1: that's
0: the first one yeah um shall we conclude with her thoughts on the maker george lucas i like him but shall we see what her thoughts are okay says we're all just following in george's footsteps he is such a deep worshipper of film and not just the medium of film but the history of film and the way of film has been used and all the different genres that he has infused the original trilogy with is something that only he can do he was such a believer of a film as a tone poem that is that that it only makes sense that people who are doing their own side stories or their own series or their own standalone Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. The sentence ended and I'm like, that sentence doesn't make, but, but there's another sentence. Okay. It makes sense. Ironically, that's how the sentence starts. It makes sense that they're kind of taking one aspect that he may have been interested in or are taking inspiration from and infusing it into their particular content. Um, Oh, and here's just a little. Um... She says um, just about the G- George's type of films and Star Wars. She says it's funny because a lot of the feedback that I'll get, and I use the term feedback very lightly. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, I can see it already. She's going to have her face up against with J- James Mangold in no time now Ooh. is um, offending.
1: Yeah. Good thing her name doesn't rhyme with ruin anything.
0: Oh, wow. Um, but when I go on social media, the feedback is don't make Star Wars political. And I'm like, George Lucas made it political. Those are political films. War is by nature political. That's just what's up. <laughs> Great logic, then. <laughs> it's truly what he was interested in talking about and looking at and digging into, and and you know, like yeah, you know, Star Wars, all based around like a space Vietnam War. Yeah, like it's um, it's sort of irrefutable as she goes on. So it's kind of impossible to tell a story within his universe that doesn't have to do with something that has to be that the characters see externally reflected in whatever's happening in the galaxy at that particular time period of when it takes place you know that's another thing that we're kind of inherited from him as well and hope to kind of keep reflecting in the work hopefully
1: yeah i mean the fact that people don't see politics in star wars is ridiculous and it's it's such a thing that like it's not even a thing that you can just say like well i I Because that's usually the, like, well, I never saw it as, but they just because you interpret it weirdly, it's like, no, the dude who made it has repeatedly said, like, well, this was based on this, and this was Vietnam, and this was, like, corporations, and this is, you know, like, capitalism, and this is all the things wrong. Listen. Yeah.
0: I've got to be honest with you. I've only seen the first 20 seconds of Star Wars. Right? I'm, I've yeah. just been winging all this the whole time.
1: Right. You saw the part that said Star Wars and you were like, Steel
0: Wars, what a great idea. Yeah, but then it says it's a period of civil war. Mm -hmm. So I've only seen 20 seconds. But it's already established it's about politics. (laughs) It's true. And from that, I've winged um, about a thousand pieces of content. So there you go. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Um... JC Production says Acolyte and Kenobi are the shows I am most looking forward to. Um, oh, sorry, Emily. Uh, those people don't want it to, it's not to be political. They want it to be politics they agree with. Yep. That, that is. Um, yep. Uh spot on. What what what's your current? Um, you're a very excitable young man when it comes to uh, Star Wars. Whether you're older than Sebastian Stan or not, um, what what what's your peak interest right now, Sal? What's your what's your most interesting? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm enjoying the Bad Batch right now. Like I said, I just finished those uh, High Republic books, so I'm like super hype on High Republic stuff at the moment as well. Um. But yeah, I think like the next thing that I'm really, really looking forward to getting more info on is going to be Visions because that sounds dope. And it finally sounds like we're getting something at, what, next week, I think? Some sort of anime or something. Yeah. Uh, so So they got something happening. Hopefully, I hope we get a little trailer or something. If it's only two or three months away, maybe we won't, but that's what I want.
0: Yeah, and a, like a trailer, of course. Like I'm dying to see. Yeah. Like, like, just we have no idea of like the era, or like we're well, we going to see an uh, like an animated X-wing or an animated Naboo Starfighter. It's it going on
1: like it's an anthology series, so you yeah. could get any or all of. Them. You know what I mean? There could be one story that's in like Resistance times, one story that's in High Republic times, one story. You know, you could. It, I have no idea. You know. And it's supposed to be ten episodes, and they're all different
0: from what I hear. Them all being different, I don't like that because I like things to match. But uh, I haven't seen okay. any of it. But, but I would prefer that it all matched because I like order, and I'm not very artistic. Okay, but I'm, um, yeah, I'm super. I'm, I'm not like like I'm like Book of Boba Fett because. Mm-hmm it's like the next live action and to see, you know, that they're going to like fill in, you know, do some flashbacks and stuff. Right, like, right. like it sort of doesn't matter like what happens in the show. Like I'm sure it's going to be great, mm-hmm. Um great confidence in it, but it doesn't really like just to see like those flashbacks, it's just going to be like, <laughs> like, like, I know I'm going to like get to about think- it. But-
1: I think I'll be super pumped because right about then is when War of the Bounty Hunters is going to be over. So I think I'll be like ready to go into Book of Boba Fett.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, and or. The. Yeah. I'm not that hyped to visions. I'm fascinated by it, but all I need is a little bit of animation. Give me a peek. Show me some things to gasp at. Mm-hmm. A definition. Like how long is it? What time periods is it going to be in? What characters are we seeing? Do we know the characters? The characters we don't know. And I could be um I will be all about it, but I haven't got enough to like like imagine yet. Do you know what I mean? There's I've got it's too wide open. I I need some def 10
1: stories from 10 acclaimed anime directors. I have no idea who they are, I don't know what that means but I know I like anime and I know they can create something visually stunning and it'd be star Wars. And there's a book called Ronin that's somehow connected to one of the episodes. So that already like hits all my like cool, like samurai style, like thematic buttons. Even though I have very little information to go.
0: What about if one of the 10 tales takes place in the high Republic?
1: That would be rad. It would be really, really cool if we could see some of those characters. You know what I mean? Like in animated form. I really like the ones they do on YouTube that are just kind of like little, I don't know, like I, comics.
0: I, I yearn for <laughs> nine hour versions of them. I want someone yeah. to like animate yeah. the audiobook for me. That would be um that would be amazing. But um it would be very smart to do. Like like just oh, cool. to like like to boost. Like book, like you would see an uptick in book sales if if one of those episodes was, um, you know, featured the like some of the, um, what was it? I, I've forgotten. K- K- Kara, Chris, or whatever. What's A- her name?
1: Chris, Elsa A- Man, Stellan, Gios, Loden, Great Storm. Who do you want? Bell, Zedifar,
0: Great, Indira,
1: Stokes. Oh, Great Storm is the do- he's the
0: dopest. Yeah, I'm into it. Skier. Sal, I've got to go pick up the, uh, the young Padawan, the, uh, the, the, the little boy that mm-hmm. does not respect the magic glass window. <laughs> um, would you like to let the good people of the internet uh, track you down?
1: Hey, you can check us out at theroguerebels.com. We have a podcast, the Rogue Rebels podcast. Go check it out. We're doing, we're talking all about the Bad Batch right now. Uh, We're on Twitter at Rogue Rebels fam, and we're on TikTok and Instagram at The Rogue Rebels. We dress up in costumes. We like Star Wars. I have a lot of lightsabers. That's about it.
0: I love that as a plug for the podcast. I've got a lot of lightsabers. Hey.
1: I should bring those out on the Instagram more, I
0: guess, huh? Yeah, I love your um. The, your that's photos. a TikTok thing. Yeah, I, I get I get worried about you getting hurt though. But um, Sal, I think I'll be back with uh our, our young friend Corey uh, and Aubrey on Thursday. So so bounce back. Uh, listeners, and viewers. Uh, This episode's up on the iTunes feed, and if you want to get all the audio of all the content we do, it's just $3 a month on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. Honor the algorithm, do all that good stuff, and um, hey, you know what else I'd do? I would... Acknowledge the length of time of this episode, and say long, long enough. And say, may that fall be with you. Imagine not never having seen Star Wars before, though you you wouldn't. You just can't believe it.
1: Did like, you know? I've, I've never seen it. All those screenings we went to, we never saw anything. I—I
0: I, I, What I did was I kept my eyes closed just to keep the charade up. You know?
1: I basically just respond to YouTube videos.
0: You seem like the last person that responds to YouTube videos. So. <laughs>